Welcome to this podcast that is all about funding. From grants to crowdfunding, we will be talking with nonprofits, foundation representatives, federal consultants, passionate community members, and so forth from every angle of the funding community to see how they can get funded, what their challenges are, and what questions they have on securing funding. I will be answering questions and providing tips and advice on how to best move forward in securing funding for your nonprofit, research, or business. My name is Holly Rustic, and I am creator of Wego Consulting. That's writing, editing, grants, and organizational development. You can find me at www.wegogrants.com, where you can also sign up and get free grant templates and get access to grant writing books and courses. As a grant writer for more than a decade, having managed grants for various organizations around the world, securing millions and millions of dollars for organizations, and being a federal reviewer, I have seen every side of the coin for funding. I'm excited to share information and try my best to answer any questions so you can increase your funding and organization to impact your community and the world at large. So let's get started because money can be groovy. I'm super excited about today's podcast. Today I am interviewing Steve Vick from Nonprofit Ally. Steve shares all his great tips, stories, and resources on crowdfunding for nonprofits. There's a lot of information out there about crowdfunding for products and for products, but not a lot about crowdfunding for nonprofits. So he goes over how to navigate the entire system. He's got great resources and tips, and he answered a lot of my personal questions on crowdfunding for nonprofits. This is a little bit longer than our usual podcast, but there's so much information. It's really valuable. I know you guys are going to love it. And you can also check it out on YouTube. So you can go ahead and go to wegogrants.com and go ahead and go over to episode 0017 and you can click there for YouTube if you want to go ahead and watch it, see the show notes. And yeah, also just go ahead and contact Steve at nonprofitally.com if you have any further questions on crowdfunding. Or you can always reach out to me at holly, H-O-L-L-Y-W-E-G-O at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. All right. Hello. Thank you so much for coming. We have Steve Vick on the podcast or the video if you're watching, and he is the creator and owner of Nonprofit Ally. Can you go ahead and say hi, Steve? Hey, folks. Thanks for having me on. This is cool. This is great. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on Grant Writing and Funding. We really appreciate it. We're super excited. I do get some emails about crowdfunding. I get clients asking me about crowdfunding. Um, I've tapped my toes in the water, and I know a lot of people out there have kind of done the same maybe or really interested in it or just kind of like they're hearing the word and they're not really sure what to do. So we're super excited because even though you do a lot of different things with nonprofits, one of your new things that you have out there is a crowdfunding course because you are a crowdfunding expert. So we are super excited to have you on the show today. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, you know, I, uh, crowdfunding is something I fell into out of necessity, and I had to learn it on the fly. And it just, once you get those skills coming in, you start learning them. The thing that I like about crowdfunding is it's reusable. So once you learn the right ways to do it, you know, what works, and you learn what doesn't work, you can build off of that every time you do it. So it just gets, it, it gets easier, it gets quicker, it gets more successful the mm. more you do it. And it's, it's one of those tools. It's a good tool to have. Absolutely. And a lot of people, you know, they listen to this podcast of the grants and I'm always saying diversify though, go out there and get other ways. Don't just depend on grants. Um, you know, there's other ways of funding. That's why it's grant writing and funding. And I love that this approach to crowdfunding because it's one of those things that people can really feel involved in and it's kind of new. So it's kind of, you know, there's a lot of things to learn about it. And I think it's kind of the sexy thing to do right now out there in the world mm -hmm. of funding. <laughs> 
<laughs> you could be sexy and funny, but it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that you, you kind of started just from out of necessity, like you said. So yeah, and, that way. Mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, Hey, this is, I need to raise money and crowdfunding is the it thing. Right. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what I did. It seemed like the easy way to do it. And then it, it became a way to, it, it becomes more than raising money. It's a way to generate awareness. It's a way to gather followers. It's a way to get out your mission and make new connections, right? Because mm-hmm. we ended up, when I did my first crowdfunding campaign, I ended up, um, we hit the newspaper. I ended up getting a, a letter. I got a, uh, we got in the newspaper and wow. once it was in the newspaper, that newspaper was then sent to me with a signed signature from my um, senator from Washington who actually saw the local paper and actually mm-hmm. sent it to me. And um, it got picked up on – because when you're crowdfunding – let me go back a bit. So mm-hmm. when you crowdfund, you're doing a – crowdfunding is not just about raising money. It's more it's, – it's a marketing campaign. Mm, You've got to like get that. your message out there, right? And mm-hmm. so you're creating a page full of information about who you are, what, what you're doing, why you need the money and all this kind of stuff out there. And then you have to get it into to the hands or you got to get eyeballs on it, right? And there's multiple right. ways to do that. There's no one way to do that, mm-hmm. but there's multiple ways to do that. And so once you find that way, even if you don't have a built-in audience, there's always a way to do that. Um, oh, I love so once that. you put it in front of eyeballs, yeah. mm-hmm. then you can hopefully share it and get the get it out there even more, but you're always trying to bring all those eyeballs back to one place. You have this central landing page platform that you're building it all off of, mm-hmm. which is your crowdfunding platform. Right. 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 And, mm. and I love how you say, you know, because I think there's a lot of kind of misinformation out there to say a lot of people think of crowdfunding and it's kind of the same with grants, right? They think, Oh, there's just heaps of money out there. People are just, I'm going to put up something once and I'm going to take my hands off of it. And it's just going to, people are going to roll in and they're going to give me money because they might look at GoFundMe or some other platforms and say, you know what? There's so many people out there getting money for ridiculous things. And we have a real cool organization that actually makes a difference. So we should be getting all the money, but then they do it and they realize it's a little different than they thought. And it's not exactly just money rolling in. They actually have to work it, you know? Right. So yeah. Can you, you kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah. You mentioned a couple of things there. Um, mm-hmm. One is kind of the idea that you can turn it on and it just makes yeah. money for you. And it doesn't work that way. You can't, <laughs> set it. it's not a warming grill. Right. You can't set it and forget mm-hmm. it. Or, you know, you can't, Put it, turn it on and be like, oh, cool. And then wait and watch, right? Yeah. It, there's a lot of upfront prep that goes into that. Um, the other thing is there are different, you always hear of this. Oh, hey, they started a Kickstarter. They got $100,000 and they started this new business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That, and, but you don't see that they didn't just turn it on. You look at their campaign and you reverse engineer. You go to those, one way to, to get a good idea of how to crowdfund is go to those successful campaigns. They made $100,000 mm-hmm. in two weeks go to their campaign, see how many posts they put out there. What did they write about? Did they do it on Facebook? Did they do it through YouTube? What's their video say? What's mm. the content on that page say, right? Mm-hmm. All of that is important. Take that information and reverse engineer it. Because crowd for nonprofits is different than crowdfunding for capital investment, right? If you're right. looking for someone to help mm. you launch your product, um, that's one thing. But with nonprofits, there's a couple of areas where crowdfunding works best. And one is emergency funding. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Say you work for an animal rescue and a dog broke its leg and you need $1,000 in a week. Right. Put it out there. If you have an email list and you have followers, um, you know, a sassy broker leg and she needs an immediate repair and it's going to be $1,000 to do that. And we just, buddy, by Friday, 
Mm-hmm. It really works for like the kind of the 911 crowdfunding, right? Mm-hmm. And the other mm-hmm. thing is just very specific projects, right? So maybe mm-hmm. you maybe you got a grant for um, uh, a classroom full of iPads, mm-hmm. and now you need to install a certain app on there. Maybe that's an expensive app. Maybe it's fifty dollars per app or something like that. Or you need to buy the license, right? right. And so you need a quick five hundred dollars. You can put it out there, or maybe you need all new computers for your office and that's twelve thousand dollars right you can it doesn't matter the amount but Mm -hmm. the specifics is important what i see um with crowdfunding and here's a fact that just kind of shocked me when i read it and it in this and this hasn't changed right Mm -hmm. 50 percent of all crowdfunding campaigns fail wow they don't reach their goal so they set a goal and they fail and there's quite a few there's a lot of different reasons for that but some Mm -hmm. one reason is they didn't have a specific goal they just said we need $10,000 because we're a startup and these are startup funds. Mm-hmm. It's not very emotionally motivating for me, you know, yeah. but I go to the other one and I see that sassy broke her leg. And I'm like, Oh my God, here's 200 bucks. Right. right. So right. The specifics is important mm-hmm. and you, and you need a goal. You mm-hmm. definitely, so if it's $10,000, cause, cause the big thing on a crowdfunding page, when you go into a crowdfunding page, you're going to, first thing you should see at the very top of that page is a video. Video mm-hmm. is, is vital. If you yeah. don't have a video, at least very good photos and uh, several of them, slideshow photos. And not mm-hmm. photos of your board members, but photos right. of you in action. <laughs> I've seen it, yeah. right? Here's a group photo of all our board members and here's another photo of our yeah. building. And it's oh, the photos man. they have, right? Yeah. So yeah. You want photos of mm-hmm. the dogs you serve or the um, people you serve or the right. computer that caught on fire that you're trying to replace, right? Um, <laughs> There, there's actually a good, that. That would be interesting. There's a good example. Um, I had a guy on my podcast um, and he was saying that his crowdfunding campaign, they had a fire inside a theater and it burnt the, um, it, it destroyed the theater, right? And they needed mm. hundreds of thousands of dollars. But one, there was one signature piece inside the theater and it was a grand piano that was donated by the founder of the theater. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, many, many years old. And there was a picture of this burnt out piano and that oh, told the whole story. And they yeah. raised, I mean, that, that type of stuff. So you're really right. focusing on the storytelling mm-hmm. and the specifics of why you're raising the money. But have a goal. So let's go to mm-hmm. that part too. Because now you've mm-hmm. got your story and you've got your video on that crowdfunding page. And you have a really compelling story. You know, what you do, why you do it, who you serve, what you need, why you need it. How is it going to serve the people you're going to, that mm-hmm. you're, how is this going to serve those people, um, you know, et cetera, and how much it costs. Mm-hmm. So you have that great story there and it should be emotional, right? Use some right. case scenarios, throw in somebody's name and maybe um, you have somebody's name and they're like, okay, well, um, John uses our services and he's learned to read and his, which has mm-hmm. gone up. In fact, his report com- comes out in four weeks and we're really excited to see the difference. And then you tell that story throughout the campaign, not just on the campaign page, right. but every right. time you do a social media update, remember mm-hmm. Johnny? Mm-hmm. Here, here's an update, you know, and his teachers said this or, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that is important is the, um, is, uh, the amount you're going to raise. So let's say it's $10,000, right? Mm-hmm. When you start your crowdfunding campaign, your kickoff is the most important part. You want to get to 30% of your goal as quickly as possible. There's okay. a couple reasons mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. When you get to 30%, that, and this is, you, you can find this, just look it up like that 30% goal and you'll see there's lots of writing about this. There is some type of um, 
mental trigger that puts you on the road to success. So if I am coming to you kind of blindly, I mm-hmm. come to your website and your crowdfunding platform and I see you're trying to raise $10,000 and you have 200 raised, I might come back a little bit later and see how you're doing. Yeah. But if I come mm-hmm. to your site and I see you have 4,000 raised, I'd be like, mm-hmm. hmm, these guys are on their way. Let me, let me help. People want to um, invest in something that's going to succeed. In fact, right. most people, here's another fun, fun stat. I'm full of stats. Um, <laughs> I love it. Most people who succeed in, mm-hmm. in, in um, their crowdfunding goals over succeed. So you're going to raise more money than you wanted. So let's nice. say you ask for 10, you're going to get 11 or 12. So if you oh, succeed, great. so success breeds success, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it's really important because at 30%, right? As you get there, the quicker you get there, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just kind of, it's, 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 um, it's the um, energy, it's the motion. It's how the, do you get there though? How, after uh, someone said, how do I get from that 200 to that 4,000? Like, how do I get that 30%? Because that's hard, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's part of the kickoff, right? Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. let me go back to that 30% because there's always yep. a little, real quick, there's always a little thermometer on the corner somewhere and people are watching that. That visual thing is very important. Okay. Um, yep. Most, yep. Most crowdfunding platforms have one. If they have an option to turn it off, don't, right? Mm-hmm. That's a visual. The more that thing grows, the better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so now how do you get there, right? Yeah. You need to... <laughs> It's a little bit, it's, it's something that I refer to kind of like an onion. Mm-hmm. When you launch your campaign and you're going to have, first of all, when you go into your campaign, don't just go in there, type in your mission, paste it in there and turn it on and put a link to Facebook. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to have a fizzle, right? You're just going to, yeah. it's not going to go anywhere. Right. So have a plan for launch and, and make all this content ahead of time. You've written your content, you've written your story, you've, um, produced your video, you've set your goal, you have pictures of the burnt out piano or whatever it is, right, that you're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get that on there. And then when you get ready to launch, you already have a launch email set up. You mm-hmm. have your, your verbiage, we're launching, this is what we're doing, go here to find out more. And you send that out to your email list. Mm-hmm. And you also have your Facebook page or your YouTube page or your Pinterest or whatever Mm-hmm. Social media using it all goes out in a big blast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, the most important person to reach out to is that inner circle. Right. Previous donors, mm-hmm. board mm-hmm. members, board members, friends, um, uh, your volunteers, your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Reach out to them first because they're the ones that don't need to be convinced to donate. They've mm-hmm. donated before. They believe in your cause. And when you ask, they're probably more likely to re-donate, right? Those mm-hmm. recurring donations are good. That inner circle is going to be the most important part. If you just put it out on Facebook and think like, yeah, you know, these people who've liked my page who never really read my mission, but right. they like cute puppies or they think, you know, reading's good, have liked it. You're not going to convert them likely when you have $200. Right. You're going to convert the previous donor, the board members, friends, all these people that you know, and you make that personal pitch. Mm-hmm. So I send an email blast out to my email list, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I run a nonprofit too, not just I, I run a nonprofit ally, but I also mm-hmm. run my own nonprofit. And so I have an email list and I'll send an email out to them. But I will also go into all of my friends and families and coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, every, that's your inner circle. When you go to launch, you sit with your, your, your crowdfunding team and mm-hmm. everyone writes down my inner circle. 
come up with 30 people. Some of you have 100 people, right? Mm-hmm. But come up with 30 like people that. that you think you can directly ask. Mm-hmm. And you compose a personal email and send it to them from your personal email address, not your business address or your nonprofit address. And send it out to them and, and be like, Susan, <laughs> we're raising money for this cause. And I really believe it. I know that you've been following what we've been doing here. And it's very exciting. I appreciate your support. What we're looking at doing now is... XYZ. And Mm -hmm. XYZ is going to affect this many people in this way. And your support has been instrumental in us starting and and maintaining our our mission. And I thank you. And please, if you can, donate here. Right? So you put this pitch out there, right? Would you be putting that out before the other one or would you do that simultaneously? You could. That's a good, Just to kind of get that that 30%, you know, as close as you can before you even... Absolutely. You can have a a pre-launch, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. most crowdfunding platforms allow you to manually enter uh, because the crowdfunding platform is going to cost a little bit of money. They're going to take some skin off the top, right? They're Mm -hmm. going to charge you. And you're talking about like GoFundMe, Indiegogo, Kickstarter, all these different ones, but there's specific ones with nonprofits that work a little bit better, right? There are specific ones. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And let's talk about that in a second here, but to, to follow up on your question, like most crowdfunding platforms will allow you to, because you might get something mailed to you. Right. right? And, and don't overlook mailing. Email, mm-hmm. In fact, that little postcard with the, the check here, $30, and, give, and stamp that envelope. Give them a return envelope with a stamp on it. If you want to make sure you get good return. Oh, I like that. Make it easy for them. So, My grandmother costs, used to do that for when I was young. Yeah, like, you know, the pen tail thing. So yeah, how many people get mail in their, in, in their mailbox? Right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nice. So make it worth it, but, but do that. Mm-hmm. And then you can take those checks and as you get them, you can manually enter them into your crowdfunding campaign. So when you actually kick off, you already have $2,000 because yeah. you went and did this, whether it was by phone call, mm-hmm. by over the coffee, by a direct email to your friends or by letter, whatever you get these donations in ahead of time, count them towards there. It's not lying, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, totally yep. legit. You're transparent and get it on there. Great. Yeah, that's a good Excellent. way to kick off. There's lots of ways. So yeah, so going into that, then what are some good crowdfunding platforms that you would use? You always have to use one or can you just use your website? A lot of people do. They're saying, I don't want to pay the conversion rates. I don't want to get anything deducted. So I'm just going to use my website. So, you know, what's that conversation kind of looking like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- there's different platforms for different purposes. Um, right. and everyone thinks like Kickstarter is the one. In fact, some people call crowdfunding Kickstarter. They're going to get a no. Kickstarter. Campaign uh, for arts, right? And, arts and film or, exactly, you know, right. yeah. And, and mm-hmm. Kickstarter you have to apply for. You yeah. have to tell them what you're doing, why you're doing it, and they may turn you down. So Kickstarter could work for a nonprofit if you're an arts nonprofit and you're doing type of product. Um, but there are better ones out there. Um, GoFundMe right. is mm-hmm. actually, it's a good one, but that, that is um, people doing their own things and stuff like that. GoFundMe had bought out CrowdRise. And actually, CrowdRise was oh, just on my podcast really? this before the, like four podcasts ago, I interviewed mm-hmm. the, one of the managers at CrowdRise. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, Steve also has a podcast. I <laughs> failed to mention oh. that. That's Nonprofit <laughs> Ally. And it's a wonderful podcast. That's actually where we met originally. So um, I was featured on that. So that was fantastic. And we've been able to develop this relationship. So I was like, you got to come on this one. So um, you guys definitely check out his podcast. It's fantastic. Um, he does a combination of video and of um, audio. So anyways, that's your little buzz. Go on. <laughs> yeah, Holly's on there. So you actually, yeah. if you link to my podcast, you should link to the episode that I have you on. Oh yeah. <laughs> that'd be really cool. So 
go to go to her show notes and, and link and you can hear me interview Holly. All right. Yeah. Um, so we, we interviewed them. And so what they did is, um, what, anyways, I don't want to pitch CrowdRise, but CrowdRise is not mm-hmm. GoFundMe. CrowdRise is the one for nonprofits, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Fundly is a really good one too for, for nonprofits. Ooh, um, Razor, mm-hmm. Razor, CrowdRise, Razor is another one. There's about five of them. I have a, a um, I have an ebook that I wrote on crowdfunding. And inside that ebook, I list these five. They're pretty much the five best ones for nonprofits, right? That's great. And, and, and that the, book is available on your website right now, right? People can go and they can, there, well, there's different levels of crowdfunding that they can definitely access. So we'll, we'll put that in the show notes too, but yeah, there's a book actually, in videos that you get for free. I mean, it's fantastic. I've gone through them and it, they're just wonderful. So um, yeah. everyone check that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nonprofitally.com slash crowdfund. And you can download mm-hmm. the book and that gives you five email lessons that includes videos and it kind of walks you through a little bit what we're talking about now um, and then and then some right because then we actually go into because once you once you kick off your campaign mm-hmm. you have to maintain your campaign and then you have right. to close your campaign right and then you have to and then you now have you know once you close your campaign you've probably generated more interest so you have more people following you you have more donors and now you've got to nurture those relationships absolutely um, so what, what would you say do you should you use crowdfunding platforms is websites okay? You know what I mean? Are websites okay to use? Or do you really go ahead and say no crowdfunding because it links to your social media? There's a lot of different things that are integrated in it that are mm-hmm. really beneficial. So what I think the yeah, the tools in the mm-hmm. platforms are beneficial. They give mm-hmm. you the stats. They can give you emails. They can track people's Facebook. Um, they do auto posting. There's just too many tools in there. That if you tried to just do it through your website and then every time you posted on the website, you went over to um, Facebook and did the same thing. The automation, the tracking, the statistics, it's worth the five to 10% that you might end up paying in crowdfunding fees. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It, it just, and, and you're going to raise more money that way. Okay. Sure. Okay, great. And would you just have a page on your website then that links to this crowdfunding that's going on? Right. So mm-hmm. the real, the, the problem I see a lot of times too is people diversify their, their, their um, pages, right? donate here or it's also on our home it's on our home page or turn on the the button on their facebook page you want to have one central place and all things go to there you have one platform that's the crowdfunding platform you may talk about it on youtube or on facebook or a blog post um on your on your website website, Mm -hmm. but always drive people to the to the crowdfunding page whatever platform the home page there because that's where the story is that's where the links are that's where the the money tracking automatically happens. All that happens right there. And that's another reason you use crowdfunding platforms because if you do it on your website, well, someone's got to build that. Someone yeah. has to maintain that. That little thermometer needs to go up automatically somehow. Mm-hmm. You, you might mm-hmm. as well do a crowdfunding platform than, than hire a web developer to do it and maintain it. And it gets a little clunky that way. Right, right. So what are the things um, as far as what – you're talking a little bit, you have to be specific about what you actually do your crowdfunding for. But a lot of nonprofits are like, I just need general operating expenses and those are hard to get from grants, right? So mm-hmm. how would you recommend that? Is there any way to angle it or to pitch it that can become emotional? Or do you say, no, just stick to your projects, you know, specific things? So how would you kind of answer yeah, that? It, general operating expenses are tough sell anywhere. It's a tough <laughs> one, right? It's hard to get grants yes. for. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, we just need to pay for our electricity or something like that but having said that you could 
as long as you're specific, I think you could say we, the electric bill, maybe someone's, you're hiring a new staff person for a program that's expanding. Their salary is going to be part-time, $1,000 a month. You need $12,000 for this person to take on this job, which is going to make you do, so things like that. But the specifics mm -hmm. is important. And how that connects to your mission and how that affects the people you serve. So you could do it for something probably like a salary or something like that of somebody. Okay. General information. It's hard to be specific about general or operating costs, right? Mm -hmm. Or that emotional story like you were talking about. Right. Yeah. You yeah. really don't pull people in there. It's the emotions that convert, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what about – yeah. So and if they – do you kind of recommend – building should you start kind of asking for something that's maybe you know five ten thousand dollars and then maybe in six months or a year doing another one i guess that's kind of two questions but um because i want to ask you about the time in between that you can do crowdfunding too but do you kind of say start lower or do you say no what do you need really target what you need it doesn't matter if it's a hundred thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars if you're doing it one for the first time kind mm -hmm. of or is there does that kind of make sense to start at a lower rate you know Right. Yeah, there's a lot of variables in there, right? And it might be kind of dependent on how long the nonprofit's been around. Have mm -hmm. they got funding in the past? Do they have a donor list? Um, what, what are you fundraising for? And the amount of money you're asking. Mm -hmm. um, because if you have those large donors, someone that might be donating 1,000 or 10,000, just, yeah, we'll do that. Here's another mm -hmm. 10. It's like nothing, right, for them. Then you, why not, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're brand new, you don't even have a mailing list, um, you might want to just keep it simple and specific, raise $5,000, mm -hmm. raise $10,000 because you don't have a record. It's almost like grant in some ways, like grant writing it you is have to so prove much. to a grant writer that you have done something and that you have some value and that you're going to follow through on what you've said. And you have mm -hmm. this, this history, right? Right. People donating, even as $20 need to be convinced of that as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So even if you're new and it's the, I, when I did my first crowdfunding campaign, we reached our goal. I didn't have a 501 C three yet. I didn't mm -hmm. even have, I wasn't even, we, we didn't even form yet. We were a year from forming, but I just needed the money to get started. And wow, that's it, impressive. It was, it is a big media campaign. I, it kept me up at night. I was, <laughs> I was sending out emails at two in the morning and I just, yep. it was somewhat embarrassing because people are like, did you really? Well, yeah, I woke <laughs> up at one. I was worried and I typed an email up and I sent it out to you at two in the morning. Cause That's I a typical was like, oh. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Well, I, I, I had the time to do it almost like every day just producing content um, that's the thing it was time consuming like yeah time -consuming. so it's really Stressful. being strategic you, in how you, you do this that. you can avoid that and yeah <laughs> just for your own health that's great so, so it's more about like how how long you've been established what your what your uh, circle is already i really like that to say and that is very similar to grants like okay you know what we have a really strong board we have you know there's a lot of things in place so we might be able to ask for five hundred thousand or two hundred thousand whatever you know what i mean because but if you are, like you said, just right out the gate, like it's going to be a lot more difficult because it is, it's asking people for their money. Like, you know, yeah. people take their time to make their money and that's, that's important. And it's not just, you know, it's not flippant. It's very serious when you're asking people for their money. And I know you said you didn't have a 501c3 at that point in time and that's absolutely fine. Um, but you know how you report it, but what about for those nonprofits that do have a 501c3, is there something in crowdfunding that will automatically send the letters for tax exemption for people who give to them? 
you know, right. for that tax exactly. deduction. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a couple of ways to do that when you're, cause you're, as soon as someone makes a donation, mm-hmm. you are developing a relationship and they need right. an immediate response. So there's mm-hmm. most crowdfunding platforms have built in. I know Fundly does. I'm pretty sure CrowdRise does built in autoresponders. Thank you for this donation to our nonprofit. You're going to really help us do X, Y, and Z. Your donation of insert the amount here and mm-hmm. most of them will automate the amount is tax deductible because we have a 501c3 we're a charitable nonprofit. thank you so much and that can serve as a receipt mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I would, mm-hmm. I would follow up again with a letter if you have their address or another email directly from your director or your president right oh that's again nice. a like couple that. days later thanking them again um, and making sure that it's much appreciated and asking them to because now this is where the crowdfunding part comes in asking them to share their donation or to share the fact that they did that and, and put those links in there. I like put that. Put way for mm-hmm. them to click on a button that shares this to their Facebook page that says, hey, I'm now the proud sponsor or proud donor of this organization and let them do that themselves because that's what's going to bring in, generate awareness, bring more followers and eventually lead them to your landing page, your crowdfunding campaign page and hopefully convert them into a donor. Right. That's great. And there's other things you can do to say like, Hey, we have this event going on, come attend it. Like really developing. So this is a relationship building strategy. So that's, that's a great thing just to get new, new people involved and they might be across the country, but still, you know what I mean? You can kind of locally develop those relationships. Yeah. Well, it's part of what I was talking about the onion, right? You start with Mm -hmm. your inner core and then you go out to your mailing list and then you're trying to bring more people in. So you keep expanding out and out and out. Mm -hmm. Um, and you do that through your followers, ask mm-hmm. them one way through your followers and ask right. them to share or post or comment on something. Mm-hmm. All those things generate more eyeballs to what you're doing. Right. Okay. So then back to my second part of the question is how often can you do this? Is it as often as you have need or are you going to burn out your donors? Like how do you, you know, kind of what's kind of the sweet spot or how do you navigate this process? So you can, you can wear out your donors, right? Mm -hmm. If you are asking them for money all the time over and over and over, Mm -hmm. then they're just, they're going to stop listening. They're going to turn you off. Right. What you can do instead is maintain that relationship. Keep them, um, involved in what you're doing. Keep them involved in your mission. Keep them involved in your story. Mm -hmm. And then, how many times twice a year maybe or when needed an emergency happens like no one's gonna um be mad at you when this this happened at the shelter i worked at i, I was the ed at an animal shelter mm-hmm. and we had this new dog in there and he ran over the desk and when he ran over the desk he knocked this water cup everywhere oh, on the like, oh we're picking up all this water and then we're like, oh, and then we, you know, puppies will be puppies. We're cleaning yeah. up the mess and stuff like that. And then me and my coworker were both like, what's burning? Oh, like, what? No. What's up? Is something oh, on no. fire? You short out the, the computers. Yeah. And so oh. we. Now it was, it, it was a cute little puppy. Cute little puppy. <laughs> so, you know, that's get an emergency. We, need, we can't work without a computer. Right. One, we have to restore the hard drive and then we get a new computer. So we did the. Um, we took, you remember, these used to be really popular, the old shaming posters you used to put on a dog and it'd be like, my dog, my parents' slipper, put a picture oh, yeah. with a slipper and the dog would have like, I love slippers, but my mom is mad or yeah. like those shaming things. So we did that. So we took a computer and we set a, the dog next to it and we put a little sign on the dog and like, um, I forget put on there, but some, we renamed it. We renamed the dog because he didn't have a name yet. Um, Oh, what did we call him? Computer crash. <laughs> no, it, 
to me in a minute, but we gave him a new new name is now uh what was his new name? And it was like circuit or short get what it was. Oh, um, it'll come to me. But anyways, so we did that. Um just we're like we need money and we just put it out there. No one was mad at us or didn't donate because maybe even if we had just done our fundraiser, this happened a month later. Who can blame a puppy? We need money to get a new computer. Such and a cute way to showcase it too. I mean, that's a great example of saying Surge. Like, we named him Surge. Oh, Surge. Oh, that's cute. But like how to, yeah, how to pull in maybe something that's a little trendy and then like make it cute or make it emotional. But yeah. And then just show it like, oh my gosh, my computer. But that's a great, that's a great way to kind of link it back to what you're talking about before. Of how do you mm. do this? Be creative, right? Have yeah. fun with it. But <laughs> things happen. So were you able to raise your money through that then? Your yeah, then? yeah, the un yeah. The only unfortunate thing about the whole episode was because he had shorted the surge protector, which kind of disrupted the whole system. Um, is that when the, he got adopted, they changed his name? Aww. Like surge. Well, I imagine it was hard to crowdfund when you're struggling over computers too. <laughs> yeah, I think I have a laptop. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, so yeah, so it kind of depends on the timeliness of it. Of what's going on, but you don't want to burn them out. You don't want to keep asking over and over again, but you do want to kind of use all the people that you are not use them, but you know, collect all the people that are curated through this process. You want to be able to really keep them involved, let them know what's happening. And they probably will know about your upcoming crowdfunding, you know, kind of activities because they're just in now you're, they're in your circle. Right. Right. Yeah. So now they're on your list and you're going to be, Hey, we have an event coming up. Um, mm -hmm. We have a new program person here, Wh whatever you're doing to keep people involved in your, in your program, they become part of the story mm -hmm. uh, and you're sharing that all the time with them. And just to make sure in between crowdfunding, you're also giving that value and you're, you're sharing more of what you're actually doing and you're not just sending out emails when you need money. Cause I've seen yeah. that happen a lot with nonprofits too. The only time they really even send out, do a marketing campaign is when they're asking for money and yeah. that's not developing relationships you know what i mean so yeah yeah that's a whole topic too is like developing the relationship storytelling like how mm -hmm. a lot of eds are like oh i gotta write that darn newsletter again and it's right. like pulling teeth yeah. and you gotta do it but but when you hit on a story like i was saying you follow one of your clients one of your consumers or whoever's in your program and you just give one minute little updates uh, mm -hmm. either through email or on facebook or um Here's, here's, we were talking about the kid learning to read. He's going to read the first page of his new book to you. Mm -hmm. And then you just get your iPhone up and do that. And people are going to be like, God, look, that, that's the guy they were talking about in the fundraising page. That's Johnny or whatever. Oh, whatever I love that. Right? So now you have this emotional mm -hmm. connection because he's learned how to read because you helped buy that book that's in his hand or whatever. Right. right? So, yeah, so what about connections always there? Oh, I love that. So what about the video? Um, just kind of going back to that video and how important it is. I see that. I see nonprofits are buying into that concept, but then all of a sudden I look at their crowdfunding and it's a four to five minute video. It's super, that's really long in social media terms and it's very stale. Um, but they've kind of tried to set it up professionally. So it's that old, like someone sitting down looking the other direction and talking and you're looking at them for like two minutes and it's not engaging. Right. Um, and I think more people are kind of, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I know in kind of the other aspects of social media, people are going this way. I'm not sure in crowdfunding, but it's more about that. Be authentic. If you need to use your iPhone, just use your iPhone. It doesn't have to be fancy. You're actually looking for fun. So, you know, you don't really necessarily need a professional shooted video. You know what I mean? For your crowdfunding yeah. platform. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's kind of the beauty of what the the iPhone and or, or mobile devices right. in general, smartphones have done for us. Is it's given us, giving um, we're just used to seeing people shoot video on iPhone, so that quality is totally acceptable now. So if okay. that's what you have, use it. So there's a couple things though. Mm-hmm. The story is the most important part. Okay. Okay. Audio is the next, and I only say this because I have a degree. My formal training is multimedia development. So ah, nice. I got into no producing wonder. stuff. <laughs> been doing lots of marketing and campaigning for stuff. Um, mm-hmm. The, um, but the story is going to be the most important. You really got to have that emotional stuff. Audio is going to be your next important thing. If mm-hmm. the audio is off or sounds like they're in a tin can or scratchy, videos third on that list if you have a poor lighting or a mm-hmm. shaking hand stuff like that a good story and good audio can overcome that okay all right so is there any kind of limit then in time would you say because i do think that's a factor um but maybe not is but do would you kind of recommend this kind of a ballpark amount of time kind of don't go over this or make sure you just don't have it for six seconds you know what i mean or what whatnot yeah, yeah, you're right. Like a four or five minute video, you're getting kind of long at this mm-hmm. point. Um, unless you have a really engaging story that has a multiple plot line and several characters and th- that takes time to produce. Um, mm-hmm. But think of that, that there's a lot of ways to do it. But one way is to think of the video kind of like your elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. And you have one or two minutes to tell this story and you're going to, you have audio and you have images, you have all these ways of doing it. Camera angles, um, photos from the past, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a kid learning to walk who might, uh, has muscular dystrophy or something like that. And here's mm-hmm. pictures of him from the past. Throw those in there, right? Voiceover. There's ways to do this where you don't have to say it and mm-hmm. you can just show it. So there is when the video part plays into the storytelling. Oh, I um, love that. And it's stuff that you can just kind of throw in, like the pictures. You, ha- you should have some pictures from the past, like you're saying. So even yeah. if you have that per- person seated that's telling the story, you could have stuff coming on the screen overlay you know, to kind of, yep. so it's not simulating to look at then. Do you, yeah. you, would you recommend a certain kind of software then for people to use? You know, well, uh, I mean, I use, I have some professional level software I use, but really just whatever's on your windows or Apple. So machine iMovie, or, whatever yep, they can do works. it. Yep. Throw it in there. It, it does help with your software if you have multiple audios. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of them don't allow for that, but if you can mm-hmm. at least have like music background and you could put a voiceover, on top of that and then maybe have some audio directly that comes from the videos and if you can combine those and lay them over each other that really oh, that's great that's a great tip because when someone's talking about when they were homeless right and mm-hmm. they had to come to the homeless shelter and they taught them to read or whatever right i'm kind of making mm-hmm. up these stories mm-hmm. while they're saying that you can have those pictures of the past or you can have a even if you don't have pictures of the past you can have a picture of the homeless shelter right at least that, right, right? To help people visualize yeah or if you need it to you could even grab stock photos like this doesn't have to necessarily yep. right it has to just communicate that story and yep, and exactly. have a visual appeal pictures of someone's hands you know working mm-hmm. on something someone grabbing a cup of soup mm-hmm. all that kind of yeah. stuff storytelling yeah. all the time so you could really do that and okay so i know we're, we're kind of going over my normal time for this podcast but i think this has been so engaging so i kind of want to just a few more minutes guys um but i want to go ahead and ask the question too is um what, how long, or how long should your actual campaign be for? And I know you said, well, sometimes, you know, and it's that emergency. So this week we need this money because otherwise, right. you know, Sassy is going to, you know, get, 
go to the pound. I don't know, whatever it is, but you know what I mean? Or they need this, this, this is when it's happening. This is our surgery date. So we need the money here. But typically when you're formulating your crowdfunding, if it's not an emergency crowdfunder, how long is the duration of the crowdfunder? Yeah. And that's, that's one of the, this is a great question because one of the reasons campaigns fail is because they don't, do this well they either do it too short like if you need a thousand dollars for a broken leg for a dog you might get that in a week or two if you need twelve thousand dollars for a network so three computers and a networking system and a new printer in, involved in that mm-hmm. your your campaign six to nine weeks right wow, three months okay. tops right so okay. just plan for that it's going to be a little while mm-hmm. and the thing with campaigns you, you might be able to get it in a month right yeah it takes more work because now you're condensing the amount of, of time and so you're condensing your outreach. Because you remember, you have a campaign that you're doing this awareness. You're generating content. You're putting social media posts up. You're telling stories. You're sending out emails. You're um, updating blog posts. You're watching your thermometer rise each time. When you reach benchmarks, you're telling people, 30% raise, 50% raise. Thank you for this donation to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. You're constantly doing this. And what's going to happen when you kick off? That kickoff's really important. Mm-hmm. You, it, the, the crowdfunding campaign is a reverse bell curve. And mm-hmm. so you kick off um, really high up. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. You get a lot of donations coming in. And then after that first week, it starts to dip down. And then it becomes this big lull. And that's when people are like, oh, that's when it gets kind of nerve wracking and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But you're going to see towards the end, it comes right back up. So people donate the most. Most of your donations are going to come at the beginning and the end. Mm -hmm. But during that bottom part, you got to keep your momentum going. You got to keep posting videos and posting stories and letting people know how you're doing and when you reach a benchmark and all that kind of stuff. So within that time frame, you have a launch which might be your first week. Like, and I, I recommend people to have a, a calendar. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. six-week campaign. Okay. And we've pre-produced 30 Facebook posts. And yes. those might be benchmarks. It might be updates on Johnny's story. It might be um, announcements of new perk awards, right? Don't mm-hmm. forget, we give a cup for every person who raises 50, you know, gives $50 or whatever. Um, and you're going to have organic stuff come in all the time that you're going to mm-hmm. be like, hey, that's really cool. So-and-so just gave us a testimonial. Let's right. put the testimonial on there, right? We yeah. just got someone famous in the neighborhood just gave us money, right? Or mm-hmm. someone just liked us that's, that's famous, whatever. So you have all this going on at the same time. So you have right. that calendar out, but I really recommend have your content and a, a day-by-day plan for that first five to seven days. Mm-hmm. Content, email gets sent at this time. Um, launch parties, live launch parties, Facebook Live, your launch party, mm-hmm. right? So there's so many options to do through that. Um, and keep people posted on that progress and then have a second wave, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have another wave, you know, and you have these things kind of planned. And then that last week, because mm-hmm. scarcity is a good seller. Yeah. Folks, we are 70% of the way. We have one week left. All we need is 2000 more dollars. And mm-hmm. so-and-so is going to, everyone's going to have a new book, iPad, or whatever you're going to get. This is a great thing. And then maybe you film Johnny saying, thank you so much for donating so far. And I can't wait to get these new books because I know, you know, look at my grade point average going up and I'm so excited and, I'm, and I, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I but love you're, that you're telling story. that story and just bring yeah. those people in there and you're going to have a push at the end, right? That's great. Go back to the donors who already donated and ask them, you were, thank you so much. It's really, how about 
20 more dollars would just really make a difference because we are so close to our goal and you've been instrumental mm. in bringing us there. That's a great, um, that's a great tip. Yeah. To go back to the people who are already here and say, Hey, we love yeah. it. You know, or They're this invested. will boost you up to the next incentive or we're going to go ahead and give it to you anyway. Exactly. Yeah. You um, know what you've donated once mm-hmm. as a second time donor, yeah. even $5 and we'll give you a free this. Right. I love that. Right. And that's, that's the other thing too, is I, I think crowdfunding is great because it's incentivized. Um, you know, you are giving out incentives for each kind of level and that's the typical way of doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great because you're giving something back in return. So those people who might say, I don't feel comfortable asking for money. I don't feel comfortable for blasting social media. And I feel, or when they hit that lull, they're just like, man, I just feel like I'm selling. I'm a swarming salesperson. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but then you can turn around and say, no, you're giving out these incentives. You're actually giving something in return. So I love that kind of how it's coupled together. So you don't feel like that. You don't feel so slimy. You actually feel like, okay, I can do this. I can ask for money because I know that it's really helping and I'm giving something yeah. in return. It's a tough thing to overcome is the idea that you're trying to, you're asking for money. People don't like yeah. asking for, feel like, you know, so storytelling helps. Yeah, Connect absolutely. the donor to the story um, and then help you with conversions. Well, man, I have like a million more questions and I'm sure other people will do too. So I just want to say, uh, we're going to definitely follow up after this, co- this podcast, but people can also, like I had mentioned before, you do have your crowdfunding. You have all these free resources online right now on nonprofitally.com forward slash crowdfunding, right? Is that it? Crowdfunding will get you there too. Crowdfunding yeah. works too, but crowdfunding. Okay, awesome. Perfect. And, and you have a new course out. So if people want to even get more information, they can go ahead and they can purchase your course. Um, it's fantastic. You do an amazing job with video. Obviously I didn't know your background, but now I do. So now I know why. And, um, yeah, so people can really get, I mean, it's a great deal. It's, it's just, it's on sale right now you said, and it's, it'll be going up and like, probably in the next couple of days after this podcast gets released, which will be in mid Jan. So yeah, it's going up to $97. So, and that's still, that's a great, great bargain for everything that you have, all the content, all the resources. So I just want to thank you again for being on the show. I know a lot of people have learned so much myself included, and we would love to have you on again. Just, you know, maybe I'll get some questions, more questions from um, people who are listening and we can go ahead and have you on again in the future and see more. We, you can answer those questions then. That would be great. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So, so I can tell you about the, the course the, yes, because please. you get the crowdfunding book for free. Yep. And with that comes five free lessons and there's videos and there's all, it kind of walks you through the basics of trying to be successful. Because remember, 50% of crowdfunding campaigns fail. Mm -hmm. And so um, you really have to do things right. And there's lots of ways to do it right, but there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. And so the course teaches that. But that course also includes, like, if you don't know how to write a good sales email, Mm -hmm. you know, that email that's going to go out, we have templates for that. Oh, I love that. that So you have templates. Fantastic. For you got an idea of how to, uh, there's examples of the video. Like, what do you put in your video? I have a whole section on making a good video. I give examples of videos. There's even a one minute video um, in there that um, was produced to, for a nonprofit to raise money. It's a one minute video and it tells the whole story. So that's in there. Um, Closing your campaign, social media campaigns, um, all that is in there. So Mm -hmm. I try to make crowdfunding as easy as possible because I don't want other people to stay up till two in the morning stressing yeah. about writing emails and finding donors. I love that. And I, and I love that you're doing it from a nonprofit. You have a nonprofit. You're coming from that approach. Like you had said before, there's a lot out there. And I've even looked before um, in the past at crowdfunding kind of courses that were out there before I knew about yours. And a lot of what I saw was on products. 
it was on capital. It wasn't for nonprofits. And when I was watching some videos or whatnot, it just didn't really translate. And I was like, man, this just doesn't translate. It's a totally different demographic. It's a different, you know, it's a different people that they're going after. So yours is focusing on nonprofits, which is, it's very specific. Um, so I love that you have a different approach and you can actually market in a well, in a good way where you can develop those relationships because nonprofits are all about, it's about your relationships. It's about your circle. So yeah. I really appreciate that you have that available. So can you just go ahead and tell us again where, where people can reach you at maybe on social and your email and everything. That'd be great. Yeah, that's great. So nonprofitally.com is the site. There's all sorts of resources on there for branding, for, get, for crowdfunding, or if you're new to nonprofits and you want to start your nonprofit, there's a whole section on start profit there. Mm-hmm. Page goes directly to me. So, and that, or if you just want to do that's steve at nonprofitally.com. And of course we have a Facebook page and a YouTube page, all those nonprofitally.com and you can uh, go there and the podcast is there too so you can subscribe to the podcast excellent and you also have a course coming up on how to form a nonprofit 501c3 is that correct right that's been yeah. in the works for a while and our launch date is, is coming up but oh. um, i partnered with a nonprofit lawyer and we've created a course it's kind of like a diy kiosk with a lawyer as your personal assistant Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. A, so I know I get a lot of people asking me, so I will be sending them to you <laughs> that, sure. because I honestly don't, uh, doing nonprofits, it's, it's okay, but there's a, there's a special niche. Absolutely. And, and I like that you have a DIY because, um, there's a lot of templates that you can just give to people and you can say, here, this is how you do it. You know what I mean? And they can really do it for themselves. They don't have to invest a ton of money into all of that. Um, and that you have a lawyer there too. That's, that's great. That's really, yeah. The lawyer. So when people go to submit their stuff to the state or to the IRS, you submit Uh it to him first, he checks it off and just gives you the okay on it or lets you know what you missed, sends it back to you and you're good. And then you, you go through, right? It's it, it, great. It, it's good. I'm excited. It's, I'm really excited great. about it. Well, maybe we can have you back on to talk about that once that's launched, because I think a lot of people are looking into, you know, what do I do? I don't, I don't really know what to do. And that would be a great thing to yeah. talk about bylaws and articles and board structure yeah. and all that kind of fun stuff. Okay. So yeah. yeah, that would awesome. be wonderful. So thank you again. Um, once again, you guys can reach out to Nonprofit Ally. Um, it's all about crowdfunding. He's got all their things for nonprofits. He's got a great podcast. Thank you so much, Steve, for being on today. And I hope to have you back. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. All right, take care.